Welcome back to the podcast. Hopefully you guys out there are having a great day. I know I am. I'm having a super, you know, really inside type of day, really uh, sheltered type of day where, you know, I'm not really leaving the house a lot and tonight I will. So tonight's going to be, but it feels very sheltered because I've been around people lately that today feels like such a closed encounters. You know what I mean? It feels like very me and me, you know, um, and if you don't know who I am, I'm a 19-year-old entrepreneur businessman who is who started this e-commerce business a couple months ago selling beats to rappers. I know, secure. And <laughs> and it's been going well so far, you know. I've made a, a big list. I have a big list. I have a nice like 300-person list uh, in my notes on rappers that I found on social media. So that's a way I've been doing it, cold outreach, obviously warm outreach with this and um, posting content, all all the sectors. I'm trying to hit all my, all my, uh, all my like, uh, what is it like? All my edges, dotting my eyes or whatever. Yeah, dotting my eyes, crossing my T's, you know what I mean? And that's what this feels like. It's really cool, you know, because especially lately has been thinking, I've been thinking about kind of like all the things that have already happened, you know, focusing on what I have, right? Because what I have is a lot. Before this, I, you know, obviously I still have a lot. I'm a very fortunate guy. But even now, what I've gained in this last month or so has been a lot. It's not a small thing. The things that I've gained have not been small. They've been they've been nice. You know what I mean? And to think that it's not going to be hard, that I'm going to get past the the hard times and just squeeze right past it. I mean, I, I would think of myself as one in a million. And why do I deserve to? You know what I mean? Why, why would me specifically, I deserve to just run past that, that, um, that, that like section, you know what I mean? That phase in your life where, where it's tough, you know, and that's a similar place where I'm at now. And I don't mind being here. You know what I mean? I really don't mind being here. I'm, chill with where I'm at right now and I'm happy that I am here because getting this far and doing I mean I don't know how many hours I've done it's probably been a, a lot um but all right let's hop into some of these topics let's do it uh this is one of my favorite topics I'm meaning to say it for a couple podcasts now and it's this quote I don't know who said it I think I may have created this I feel like I don't I didn't create this but I'm like I don't know time does what time does and at the end of the day, that's the end of the day. <laughs> it's weird to say, but it's true. Is that time does what time does. If anytime I, I, I'm like talking to my mom and, you know, she's like, yeah, this person shouldn't be doing that, whatever. It's like, well, time does what time does. Time will happen to that person. You know, they'll learn that they shouldn't, uh, they shouldn't have made that mistake. Or they won't have learned and will keep making that mistake. At the end of the day, though, time does what time does. And something will happen. You know, and the fact that we, the fact that I only used to think that death was the only thing that's certain. It's not really true. Death is certain, yeah. But also, time is also pretty certain. Uh, especially in a human lifetime, time is certain. We certainly have some time. And like I said, it's certain that time will do time things to everybody. And what I mean by that is if you keep going down the route you're going down, you keep going on that route, 
eventually time will just catch up because it always does. Always. I mean, no exception. There's not one person who got younger over time. They all get older, right? And that just happens every single time. No exception. We all get older, you know, if we make it that long. So that's another thing that's certain. And, and I know for a fact is that when I see, especially kids my age, I'm 19, right? So as kids my age drinking or going out, partying, doing things like that, I'm like, well, time will do to them whatever time does. And for me, same thing. It will always compound. You just got to decide what you're going to compound. You're going to compound podcasts. You're going to compound your alcohol consumption, right? And you're going to compound your hangovers to the point where you have a problem, right? But it always compounds. Yeah, it's kind of like not even time does what time does. The time always compounds. Always. Um, to create an amalgamation of every decision you've made. And it gives you a result and hands it to you on a silver platter. Again, if you make it that long, hands it to you on a silver platter and says, well, this is the result of everything you've done or what you've done for the last 10 years. That's how I feel about people in their 20s. People in their 20s, look, this is what you've done for the last 10 years. Look at it. If you're upset with it, too bad. And if you're not upset with it, congrats. Good job, buddy. It compounded in your favor. Because you made it so that it would compound in your favor. You would think, and I would think, that every single person ever would make make time compound in their favor. I know I would. I would love to make time compound in my favor. But there were moments in my life that I see where even I didn't want time to compound in my favor. Didn't want the results to compound in my favor. In fact, it was the opposite. I was, if I... Like working out is the easiest example for this. If I work out the way I work out now, which is like 20 minutes every day, that time will compound to eventually. And as I get better at the workout that I'm doing, I can do more volume, right? Compounding and great. And that'll compound and give me the result that I have now, the body that I want. The opposite is true. If you keep eating more calories than you're burning, then guess what? It's just going to compound and give you a result that maybe you don't want, right? It's an interesting topic, and I think it's something that changed my life because it was something that was certain, yeah, it was certain rather than um, rather than vague. It's not very vague. It's so certain. It's right in front of your face. You know what I mean? Or at least it was right in front of mine. Another thing I wanted to talk about were kind of similar, you know, piggybacking off of what I said, which is um, if you have, like, results are going to happen. That's basically what I want to talk about, how results are going to happen. No matter what you do, the results are just going to happen. And I was watching House MD, this show, great show, and they were talking about how it was the, what was it exactly? He was saying, we all make mistakes. And we all have regrets, something like that. Like, results are just going to happen. You have to choose the results that are going to happen to you. I really do believe that. That sometimes it's not about, sometimes it's not about what you put in. It's just you had a bad circumstances. And that's true. Other times, from what I've seen, most of the time with people that I know, it's actually been the opposite. If they did have the circumstances to do it, they lie to themselves now that they didn't because they're in denial. 
I mean, this is not rare for me to see. I see this all the time where I see people that I, especially when I was younger with, with girls, and I would see girls that I'm like, oh my God, she's fantastic. She's an angel, you know? And you get to know her a little bit more, and you're like, well, you're not even good to yourself. How are you going to be good to me? You know? She's a great person, but not to herself. Then what? Then why would I think that she would be completely different and an unselfish person and a to her to me if she can't even control her addictions or her urges, right, or have any type of impulse control about herself to help herself, right? Not even like have impulse control to help me out. You know what I mean? Or like your parents when they tell you to make your bed. Not that type of impulse control. Impulse control to actually help you. A lot, you know, um, does that mean you have to put in a lot? Of course, but that's why I, I personally, you know, these days, but especially when I was younger, I switched my mindset from when I would talk to a girl, the questions I would ask, and I'm learning this now with sales, where the questions that I ask in sales now are first few questions are just straight out the bucket questions that. I've been on the phone with people for 20 minutes and then they tell me and I'm like, oh, if only I would have asked that before, you know? So in terms of that, where it's like all the questions that I need to know to move forward with you, that's something that's interesting that I did with girls a lot where it's like, all these questions, what are, do you do this? Do Because it's something that I'm looking for. We might just not be the right fit. It might look like you're the right fit because of looks. And I think a lot of guys get screwed up with that. It's just looks. That's it? You don't like anything else about her, her looks? Obviously, it's going to lead to materialism. Materialism leads to... The, it's, just th it's just things. Imagine something you spent a lot of money on. You probably have this in your life. I definitely have this in mine. And then you, you put it down. You don't really use it for a while. Or you don't really... Maybe it's a piece of clothing. You don't wear it for a while. And then it just gets dusty. And you put it on every now and then. But in the beginning, you're pretty obsessed with this thing. You can't wait to wear it or you can't wait to use it. And then later on, it's just in a shelf. Well, I personally think this is what happens in relationships. I think people in relationships, in the beginning, they love to use it. They love to use the other person and vice versa. And then they kind of get jaded. right? Because a person is not a thing, obviously. A person's a living thing. A person is ever-evolving. You know, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So how are you gonna, how are you gonna focus on evolving with somebody, even if it's on two separate tracks? Because the odds you're gonna be on the same track. Come on, you're gonna evolve the same exact way. No, you evolve in different ways, and your ideas will come and your ideas will go. It depends on which person has has really true trust in in you or me. Right? Which relationship partner really trusts me to the point where they're like, they trust that no matter what happens, I'm always going to make some type of smart decision and I'll be someone worth listening to. At least that. That no matter what, even the most wild ideas, at least I'm someone worth listening to and hearing out. Because most people aren't. Most people will jump quickly to, yeah, would be quick to just judge and jump down their throats but with family it's one of those things where 
you look someone in the eye, similar to how I'm looking at you now, and it's like, I trust you. That no matter what route you go down, you're going to make a decision that's so thoughtful that I'm willing to at least hear it out. I mean, that's worth the world. You, that, that's bigger than sex, right? That's bigger than just I bang that chick. At least for me, that's bigger. It means a lot more. You know, it's that's not a joke. That's something pretty serious. You know, or as serious as you could be. And um, now I want to get into something a little less serious because I want to talk about, um, I don't know if you guys know who this is, but Zlatan. Zlatan, whatever that guy's last name is, but Zlatan, the football player, or the soccer player, and he, um, great, great player, uh, and he's so funny because he's so freaking cocky, dude. The man is on some other shit. He's so cocky. And, you know, I love that. I'm, like, completely down for the cockiness. Like, let's do it. Be an asshole. Whatever. He was talking about how he'd rather someone hate him than love him. I think I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Um, he'd rather someone hate him than love him. Because when someone says, I hate you, you know they mean it. Whereas when they say, I love you, you don't know. They could be faking. Right? This is interesting to me because I've had some people tell me that, you know, tell me that they fully hate me. Right? Or something close to that. Where they look me in the eye, you could see it. And it's always real. I never question the authenticity of that statement. I'm always like, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. It's like, yeah, I believe that person. They hate me. Oh, yeah, yeah. They hate me for good. They hate my guts. You know what I mean? Whereas with people who are like, I love you, man. You're great. It's like, yeah, yeah, cool. You know what I mean? You ever done this to somebody? They give you a compliment. Oh, yeah, 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 cool. And you never really know if it's real. And even when you think it's real, it might bite you in the ass later. And you're like, well, that person never even liked it. I remember this one guy. Um, I showed him my script because uh, I was writing screenplays at the time. I was around like 15 years old. And he was older than me. He was... um. 23 somewhere there and he was talking to me about being about doing because he was a screenwriter too and he was an old friend of mine we used to do theater together and I was he was like hey man can I read your script and I'm like yeah sure whatever so I show him my script he comes back to me like a week later he's like hey I love it it's great one way or another we're working on another project together um, about a year later and he tells me yeah your script was cool I just didn't really get what it was about I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I actually couldn't finish it because I just didn't know what it was about. And I'm like, but his reaction was so genuine, or at least through message, which I feel like is even harder to authenticate. It's like, it's so real and rooted, this compliment. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, I didn't even read it because I couldn't understand what was going on. It's like a teenage comedy I made. And he was like, I don't know, I liked it, but it was, I'm like, huh? Really? Huh. Okay. Literally, you go. Yeah, okay. Cool. You know, it, it's one of those things. I want to tell you, um, I want to tell you a bit of a story actually about when I, when I used to do theater. 
you know, to keep it on topic, it's story time, let's do it. And when I used to do theater, one of the biggest things I realized, and I notice it so much till this day, when I watch people do cabarets, if you go on the internet and look up, like, people do cabarets, they, they sing a song from whatever musical or maybe a pop song, and they, they sing it, and if you watch, like, or if you performed in a cabaret, you know that if you're coming up after someone, or in any theater ever, maybe even public speaking, when you know you're about to speak after that person, when you speak, and then the person that's waiting over there is super nervous, just like you were when you were waiting to go up. And it kind of reminds you that every single person who's about to perform right now is only thinking about themselves. Which even further, and making this meta, is when you're in a big group of people that's just talking, not performing, nothing. They're all thinking about themselves. It's a bunch of people with a shield in front of them, trying to hide and thinking that everybody's thinking about them. Whereas no one's thinking about them. And no one breaks the shield and kind of like reaches out to the other person to have a connection. It's kind of, that's kind of how I feel when I do small talk. I'm like, we're not trying to build a connection here, obviously. So then what exactly is the goal here? I mean, I'm not tripping. What, what, what is the goal? Is the goal is just to pretend to be somebody else, kind of like acting, right? Pretend to be someone else, play a little bit of a part. It's improv. There's no script, but sometimes there is a script. Sometimes you have the script of, hi, how are you? Oh, the weather's nice. You know, having the same maybe jokes that you do, but you have a bit of a script and you're nervous of what the audience is going to think of you. But your character wouldn't be nervous what the audience would think of, of themselves, right? Interesting. These are like meta things where it's like, but I remember exactly in terms of the story, I remember a literal moment where I was sitting, I was sitting at a, at a rehearsal for a cabaret. I was so nervous to go. I'm nervous that I did bad and everybody thought I was bad. That's what I was nervous of. I'm sitting there and I'm like, God, everybody thought I was bad. And the next person goes up and they're shitting bricks. They're so nervous. But they go up and they sing what they have to sing. And I go, well, every single person here is nervous about what they have to do. And all of them are like red-faced, like nervous. And I'm like, oh. I really learned this at callback. So what a callback is, it's kind of like um, a job interview part two. It's like audition is the first step of you audition for a role. And if they like you, they call you back. And so the callbacks are, some people do callbacks differently, but a lot of callbacks are with other people, the other people who are going for similar parts that you are. I literally just looked around and kind of had an outer body experience. I was just, don't just focus on what you're focusing on. Look around, everybody's red-faced, nervous, the most nervous you'll ever be. I told my sister that when she was going into callbacks, just look around the room. Look up, down, check everything out. Everyone's nervous. Every single person. So chill. Because you're the only person that's chill. You're the only person that's chill because you're watching your own movie right now of everybody just trying to trying to make sure that they're okay in front of everybody else. You know, it's it's quite interesting. Right? It's quite interesting. Um, and it's also like, like in terms of playing parts in front of people, it's like, well, who am I fooling? You know what I mean? Like, actually, like who, who do I think I'm fooling? No one. 
it's like seriously but i i think i'm gonna fool you guys by being inauthentic on this podcast right now do i think i'm gonna fool any investors by when i'm talking to investors or people who i want to invest in my company it's like no, I'm not trying to fool anybody. I'm going to be really real with you guys. These are my problems. These are things I'm going to. And these are all the great things. This is my life. For better or for worse, whatever you take out of it, you take out of it. Every day when I post a video that's on Instagram, that's um, comment below, I could get some awful comments. What do you think of this beat? And they'll just think it's ass. But I take that risk, man. I take the risk for authenticity's sake because the opposite is hell. The opposite is is a choreographed dance, right? It's a choreographed dance, and I don't like that way the way that dance looks. So let me try my own. And yeah, my own will be a little improvised. My own, my own will have some uh, ums and likes, right? It'll have things like that that will be in the middle of how when I speak, where I won't speak in complete sentences. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I'll curse every now and then, but that's who am I fooling? Who am I fooling? Trying to say that I'm. I'm someone better than that? I'm not. I'm me, you know. I'm I'm Chris. I'm just some guy. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's like, who am I fooling trying to prove to you guys that I'm somebody? And that's why I'm doing this podcast, to, to show you that one day I will be. I know one day I will be. And I'll regret not taking videos of the success story. You know, and build a following through them, build trust through that because you've known me for years in the future. So on that note, I'm going to end the podcast here. And um, as always, I hope to see you guys next time. And I will see you guys next time. All right. Peace.